Welcome to Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of Valerie, her guests, and callers. Now here's your host, Valerie Kirkgaard. This is for you. This is for you and me. And who we see when we see each other. This is for all. This is for all the time you tried to find your sister or your brother. And you're not crazy anymore. You've been waiting at the door. And it's time to open. You bet it's time to open. Good morning, you American State Nationals. Here we are. You're, we're listening, and uh, you're listening to Waking Up in America. We're dynamic radio dialogues that were brought to you by Key Media, which is, by the way, the highest energy in the universe. Happily200.hghbreakthrough.com, brag.com, and brag has got two G's. Excuse me, happily200.com, which is the possibility of living to be 200 years old, and actually that's pretty short. The Bible is. Eight nine hundred. Some I've heard some even ruled for eighteen hundred years. Our timelines are way off. <laughs> Theconingcompany.com, Sir Jason Winter T, DrValerie.com, and Doctor is all spelled out. The body can and Jason on hair. Our global audience is is growing by the day, and you can help. You can send people to our website at WakingUpInAmerica.com. They can go into the past shows. I mean, you can access those through the. Um, the upper right-hand corner of the website, and you can also uh, go into the index of shows that's there for you and find out what date you're most interested in. So uh, join us, send the shows around, uh, invite people to be a part of Intelligent Radio. That's our our, um, our tagline. So <laughs> if you're listening to us, you must consider yourselves intelligent. We welcome you. And by the way, intelligent people aren't necessarily perfect all the time. But what we do is that we have the ability to um, to talk with each other and to explore things and to hear many, many different points of view. So uh, that's the possibility here. You can download any of the past shows at any time and share them. And our the show that's recorded today will actually be played next Wednesday for the first time at 2 o'clock in the afternoon at Waking Up in America. Our, at voiceamerica.com, okay? So, and we'd love to have you be help be our legal beagle and take classes and form groups and question the laws. And um, as Tim Turner said once, he said, we're going to win this and we can do this by a lot of paper cuts. And what he meant by that is by responding to the corrupt laws that have been going on in the land and things of that nature, we can start to question the system because... Even though a lot of the codes are, quotes legal because they made laws about it, uh, they're not moral. They put these in as different ways of siphoning money off us and all kinds of different things, and they've caused a lot of chaos on the planet with their different plans because the plan is to reduce the number of people on the planet. And uh, that's been happening quite successfully for a long time, and now that's just entirely being turned around, so very auspicious occasion that we're here today and very auspicious that we stand in our places and stand up to the world and say here we are we're here to love we're here to be kind we talked about a lot about being kind last week let's talk about it for every moment making the kind choice and last week I ran as quickly as I could to the Topanga Parrot Canyon CERT training which is a community emergency response team and uh, learned a lot about earthquakes and how to help people and do all the kinds of good stuff. And uh, I was actually teasing Randy because I learned last week that a triage... Do you remember what I told you I thought a triage was, Randy? No, remind me. I thought a triage... I know, this is just so funny. You know how you have these little ideas about things you never clear up? (laughs) Right. Triage was some kind of throat surgery. (laughs) Oh... Close, close to tracheotomy. <laughs> I'm thinking that's what you were thinking, maybe. Were you having a blonde moment, Val? Pardon? A triage is actually when you go into a, situ- a disaster situation 
and you determine the level of um, injury or death to the people there, and you evaluate them, and when it's a real organized one, you go in with tags, and you tag whether a person needs immediate attention. You put a tag on them if they're dead, or they, you let them know if there's delayed attention, the order of things. It has nothing to do with throat surgery, so I thought that was hysterical. Uh, <laughs> mostly, it stayed that way for many years because I never questioned what it was. It was just a cool, the French word It sounded good to me, you know? So how many things yeah. in life do we just think we know what they Not are? No. <laughs> I'm calling myself a triage, but I'm sure you've got little things that you think are the way things are, and they're not. And mm-hmm. until something comes up to correct it for you, hopefully you'll have a sense of humor. Don't berate yourself for not knowing what you don't know. <laughs> no, you got to laugh at yourself. By the way, how did your day go last night, Toots? I had a very lovely evening. <laughs> it was a very lovely evening. Uh, you know, I needed to get back, though, to get some sleep, so I think I was home by midnight. Well, that's very commendable of you. Yes. I kept. I had the show in mind. So uh, I actually think that he may be a listener today. He mentioned that. So um, uh, I don't want to go into details, but it was a very lovely evening, and he's a wonderful person and um, highly recommended very, very good family man, so. There you go. Yes. That, yes. So what what Randy and I have been talking about, for God, gosh, I think it's going on eight years now, what, mm-hmm. what we talk about and what we invite people and our, our guests this morning, uh, the people that we invite to the show are people that will give you a different point of view and also people that we think are extraordinary in their own right. And we have David with us this morning, and David is one of the people that when you hear him, you know that Jesus is speaking through him, and he's a, an opera singer, he's a special, special human being, and we're going to have him on here in a few minutes. Um, right now, we want to just finish up a few things with you, and um, Randy, if there's anything that you wanted to get across, I wanted, in this show, I wanted to really encourage people to take these uh, community emergency response teams programs. I'm actually going to be rushing off after the show today. Keep my fingers crossed, Randy. I think they're going to show us how to deliver a baby. Oh, my goodness. How fun is that? (laughs) Oh, we're all excited about this. Last week, they had this fire screen. I'm imagining there will be a little baby plastic or something like that. I don't know. But they had this Mm -hmm. fire screen last week that was there, and the, and the darn thing was really cool. It's a box that's got fire in it, and it's electronic. And they they turn it on, and then they give you an, um, a fire extinguisher that's mm-hmm. actually electronically monitor, monitored, and you put out the fire using the fire extinguisher, pointing it at the screen. And with a fire, <clears throat> when you're putting out a fire with a fire extinguisher, excuse me. Mm-hmm. When you're putting out a fire with a um, fire extinguisher, you actually start at the back of the fire and work forward. So you you see people, you know, spraying, spraying the fire extinguisher in the front of the fire. Okay. You know? But at the very back, you point to the back of the fire, you go across the back, and guess what? Out of six people there, guess who is the fastest fire extinguisher of the group? Oh, my goodness. Valerie. <laughs> Very good. Congratulations on that. Thank you. I was 2.4 seconds putting the fire out. Others were up to 6 or 7 seconds. I shan't name names. But I have to tell you, for somebody that hops around because my knees hurt sometimes from arthritis and stuff, it was really cool to be the fastest fire putter out at the um, at the ceremony. What was also interesting was we live in California and they were talking to us about how the, and you can keep your ears perked up on this too, David. Yes. Uh, the plates in California are shifting at the rate of two inches a year. So what mm-hmm. happens is at a certain point, one plate's moving down and one plate's moving up, okay? Right. So if you keep multiplying this over, over the years, it's two inches, okay? It's turning into like four because it's in the opposite direction. At a certain point, 
there's going to be a pop. And I don't know if the state's going to break apart. I mean, certainly I think it probably will in the next thousand years. I don't know that it's going to happen this year. But it would certainly be wise for um, listeners, no matter where you live, because every area has its own special emergency concerns, whether it's fires or whether it's um, cyclones or however this all works. For you to be actually informed and competent and be in a, uh, the mood of somebody that actually is trained and, and can be of help. So there's something for anybody to do. And another really interesting thing before we, um, pass, I pass this along to you, Randy, and whatever you want to put out before we bring David on, uh, mm-hmm. interesting thing we can do is, is that we, everybody can help. And what I was shocked to find out was, in California, for instance, most people have some awareness of how CPR works. It turns out that first responders are not the people that would do CPR. Do you have any reason why? Why? The reason they don't do CPR is that in California, if you stop and start CPR on somebody, you can't stop oh, until they're declared dead or whatever. So if mm-hmm. I'm a first responder and I'm going in to do triage in a group of people and I stop because somebody has got a shallow pulse but no breath and I start doing CPR, I can't, I can't help any of those other people. So when you're doing emergency response work, um, as a part of the triage team, you go in to evaluate the situation, you don't stop to do the service. Okay, what your job is to, is to bring somebody else in to do that. For people, um, people tend to work in pairs, and I think that's not a bad idea for life either. So I'm just passing along some um, very interesting experiences that I had from last weekend and really excited about being engaged and really being able to be valuable. And don't eliminate yourself because my knees are not great or anything of that nature, but that does not mean that I cannot be a great contribution or that you can't be a great contribution in a situation because when you've got knowledge, you can then um, calm people as well. So I just wanted to make sure that message was passed along. Uh, Any comment to that, Randy, or anything that you can Yeah, I just... I think it's really neat that you're taking this class and, you know, you're talking about the fire, and I'm just... In my mind, I was sitting there going... Okay, wonder what Donald Trump is doing. Is he putting out the the front end of the fire or the back end of the fire? <laughs> we just, I was really. Oh, he's totally putting out. He started the fire at the. Ba- he's putting the fire out from the back. Yeah, he totally he, he is. is. I actually saw something, and I can't confirm if it's real or not. But it it was um, a story saying that George Soros said that he's alarmed and frustrated at the speed at which President Trump is dismantling everything that they did and so he's saying he's going to ramp it up which you know uh you know i think trump's willing to destroy everything they did so definitely (laughs) everybody get out and vote um you know i haven't really been too big of a proponent but you know in this state of florida we have uh a guy running uh, i think his name is andrew gillum and um really not a good guy he wants to implement state income tax. We don't have that here in Florida. Uh, He has come out and said that he wanted to have Trump impeached. It needs to be done immediately. And um, he's just really militant, and and we don't like him here, so we want to make sure we get the good guy in. uh, There's a a Republican running. I'm blanking on his name right now. But definitely not Gillum in the state of Florida. I get it. I I really get it. California, oh, my God. California, the sunshine straight, the straight of dreams. I've been telling you, David lives in California, too. David, you hide mm-hmm. out. Um, welcome yeah. to Wake Up in America. I'm sure you're just kind of over there smiling just a little bit at the conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's kind of, yeah. I, I, we, I think we, it's, it, uh, the last uh, eight years with Brown have really become the People's Republic I mean, the people, those are the old Soviet, you know, the old Soviet uh, socialist names they would give each other. So, <laughs> the people state or something, which is not true. Well, it's it, the, it, it the whole state. idea was that, that California was, was and 
will can return to. Let's get take California back again too. We were the Golden State, right? And now they've ransacked the gold over here. Okay. <laughs> oh my By the way, Ron DeSantis. I don't. I don't want to not say his name. Ron DeSantis in Florida. That's who everyone needs to vote for, <laughs> so that we don't have state income tax here. We already have super high property tax, and um, you know it's li- very, very crazy liberal in certain areas. Uh, so yeah, we need conservatism back. We need someone who believes in being a republic, not this craziness. Yeah. Well, and the Republic, guys, isn't something that's new just to the United States of America. I'm an Olympic torchbearer, and the flame that the Olympic torchbearer carries, the flame of the Greek Republic from 2,000 years ago, an uninterrupted flame until these poops started getting a hold of it and using it to light their cigarettes, you know? Uh, so we're, we're here changing all that now and different people are able to manifest. Uh, there's a woman that I work with, her name is Susan. I'm just going to give her first name. She's incredibly well connected spiritually. Um, I talked to her on the telephone. I called her. She was even telling me where I was born and what's going on. There are people that walk through the dimensions effortlessly and, uh, I have them around me as advisors, and so do other members of the team here. We are wa- we're working interdimensionally, okay, and it's important for you to know that. This is an interdimensional conversation. So with George Soros running around creating chaos and hell on the planet the best he knows how, that's his favorite pastime. Hey, that's Saul Alinsky's rule for radicals. What you do is you create it so that people hate each other, and then in their hatred they pull down all that is good. Well, <laughs> it's going to backfire on you, baby, um, because we're in, we're in America, and we have we have a certain creed and a certain um, declaration that's given to us, and we stand for that. And what we stand for is peace and freedom in the world, and we're on a willingness to have that happen. So that's what's happening in the United States of America, and that's why President Trump had to come in. And no, he's not perfect. But he's the closest thing to God I've got for a president, let me tell you. And it sure wasn't going to be the other person. <laughs> it was really funny. No, I, gosh. How cartoon ready. i got to tell you, and, and, and David, this cartoon that came yesterday, it was a little, it was a little Hillary Clinton that was uh, at the front door with a trick-or-treat basket with other kids at somebody's house. And the wife, <laughs> it sounds funny already. <laughs> I was standing, goes against her husband, and he says, she says, no matter what I do, she just won't go away. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Or she won't go away. That's funny. Little thing. You know, she's about, she's like three and a half feet tall with her little briefcase and stuff, and she looks just like Hillary. <laughs> just got their candy you know, left. They're still waiting for more candy. I, I tell you what, I felt so patriotic. I don't know why this does this to you, but uh, yesterday... Um, we had fighter jets. It's actually two days in a row, and it did start out again this morning already. Uh, we had fighter jets flying literally all day, super low, doing maneuvers, doing turns. And, you know, when they make that turn in the air, that's where that sound just totally comes off of that. And there was six of them. They were doing these formations. And um, my youngest son, he's gone most of the week, and he comes home on Fridays and because uh, he's working, he's actually working for someone who's uh, who I trained many, many years ago in business, and now he's turned into this multimillionaire. My son's actually working for him, so it's a really neat opportunity. And so he's gone four days out of the week. So he comes home, and he gets to see this as we're walking in, and uh, he was just crazy mesmerized. And it's it's like, okay, I think they're training for the border. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, so they are. You know, it's... Well, they could be. They could be. I, I don't know. But either way, it just makes you just so proud to just you feel that. It's America. It's like that is the protectors of our borders. And Amir, I can. <laughs> Amir, I can. Yeah, I love it. So it was just, I, I love it, too. And I love the standing up of it. And I love the enough is enough. And, boy, they're going to find out that marching towards the border was not their smartest move. I don't know if you've seen the notes or not, um, David, but I've actually watched video of 
guys with bags. Well, they don't use bags, actually. They use manila envelopes, like loaded with money. And they were walking around giving all of the marchers money. And there's a uh-huh. lot of marchers. And I think they were giving them somewhere between 500 and $1,500 each to, to go to the uh-huh. border and want to come yeah. over and all that kind of stuff. The whole idea is to, to try to cause the United States military to do something that will upset people on poll, on the poll day. So uh, exactly. in talking with Sid, what we were talking about was um, here we have this chaos happening on Earth. Um, I asked David if he would actually paint a picture of heaven and talk about the light bodies and things of that nature in heaven as we would do from above, you know? So could we continue that conversation, David? Um, oh, okay. Sure. No, this is this is interesting what you were saying because... It definitely is finance, and I do believe Soros is the funding of that. No matter what they do, see, there are people of darkness. They are really true. Jesus mentions it in Matthew 13. They're offspring of Satan. And how this is, I don't know. But they are, are on earth, the children of darkness, children of the serpent. Their only tactic they have now is to use a physical way to advance their agenda. They've lost the ability to use the spirit of darkness on earth. And so all they have left is what Jesus was called the works of the flesh. We will make it work now. We will force it to be. But... You know what happens when light comes. The darkness, darkness flees. It doesn't have much of a chance to overcome light. <laughs> well, it has no chance of overcoming light. You know, David, I took a seminar like 30 years ago uh, at Inside uh-huh. Trading Bar, and they're very good at creating experiences. Because when you have an ex- if I give you a fact, you, you can remember that. Uh, 10% of the people will remember. If I give you an experience... Sixty percent or more will retain that experience, right. and the experience was a totally darkened room in which everybody had a candle, and there were about three hundred to three hundred people in the room, Randy, something like that. And okay. In the dark, and there's one candle in the room up on the stage, and that one candle, let's say it's Randy's candle, and she reaches over and she lights David's candle, and she reaches over and she lights somebody else's candle, and each one of you then light somebody else's candle when you got the light. Mm-hmm. You know, these seconds, maybe, maybe 45 seconds, it was amazing. It was almost like, I wouldn't call it a flash of light, but it's the fastest darn light up of a room I ever saw. Within under a minute, all the candles, all 300 candles were lit. And that's what happens mm-hmm. when we come together in energy, and that's what's happening right now. We're peeling off the evil and we're, we're revealing our light, multi-dimensional light bodies, okay? Mm-hmm. And that includes every darn one of us. Every one of us mm-hmm. is a light. And I think yes. you, you think that other light bodies are other people, but not you. <laughs> Am I correct here, David? And what did you, the last thing I just didn't quite get through my phone. Okay, what I'm the, saying uh, here is, is that every single human being on the planet is a light body, Yes. Whether they're good or whether they're evil, there's a light there. The question is, what what is your light? Mm-hmm. Emanating, okay. Oh, have you yeah, ever I, been I around understand it? what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I had a, I yeah, had be- a killer come up behind me in a parking structure. He'd already tried to kill a couple of people. And I, the hair on the back of my neck stood up as this person came because they were emanating a certain kind of dark, dangerous light. You know, yes. there's different colored light bulbs. What color are you sure. going to... I'm trying to put it into something that's mechanical or something that you can see. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, one time, uh, when, I, when Dario, you remember Dario, my friend, musician friend, who's moved towards the Bay Area now. But when I was at his house practicing with him, and he got up, he stood up, he was sitting at the piano and I was singing. He stood up and clapped his hand and moved his hand away through the air. And he said, well, there was a dark figure coming right at you. He saw 
and he clapped his hand and he you know moved his hand through the air and he says and that dark figure left. So yeah. you can yeah yeah they're after That's, well see they, they want to get rid of people who are light. Yes, you want to bring down your frequency, okay? Because exactly. light is it's also a wave, yeah. okay? People want to be this or that. They want to be I want to be good or I don't want to be bad or whatever it is. That's where you are only allowed two choices there. You're good, bad, maybe neutral, maybe three choices, something of that nature. When you're a frequency, you've got thousands of adjustments that, that you can make. Uh, mm-hmm. If I'm going out um, for an evening with friends, I'm going to make a certain adjustment to maybe stay within a certain realm of conversation or whatever it is that I do. I, I'm in charge of who I am in relationships. I'm in charge of... We're all going to have reactions to things, but what we're in charge of is how we respond. Exactly. Yeah. Well, how your are we response, going to Your response is, uh, is, is your, what you're free to do. You can't control what another person will do, but you are free to control your response to the other person. Okay, so what... It's, and, Randy, what you and I were talking about, this is just what is wrong with this country or wrong with something else. It's like, what do we want for it? Yes, it's very Mm -hmm. easy to walk into a house uh, and we call it the house of democracy in this case and say, oh, all the windows need to be ripped out over there or this doesn't work or that doesn't work. What really works are Americans when you you can find them and talk to them and pull them forward. And that's the invitation here with David and Randy and Mike, too. Mike's a Marine who's mm-hmm. working in the background here. We and we our, love you, Mike. <laughs> we love you and we appreciate you, and I can't mm-hmm. imagine uh, all the stuff that you've been through. And uh, everybody on this planet is working towards making things lighter it, that listens to this show, as far as I know, because that's what this show has been all about. Mm-hmm. We're going into our 32nd year, by the way, David. Next year, really? Yeah, wow. really. So, so we're in met, thirty. You're thirty-one right now. <laughs> yeah, we're thirty-one years on air right now. Offspring means offspring. Authority, heir with authority of birthright. Thirty-one. Really? So what is thirty-two? That's the biblical mean? meaning. Thirty-two means covenant. Thirty three hundred twenty frequency of rose oil, heart of the father. Oh, that's really interesting because, you know, I make those rose ear cones for the coning company. And if you mm-hmm. guys don't know about ear coning, you definitely should check this oh, out. I, it's a 5,000-year-old yeah. custom, but it's mm-hmm. we use rose oil in the cones because what he just mentioned is the highest frequency on the planet, rose oil. Yes, yes. And it's also the number means heart of the Father, which is quite poignant today. <laughs> <laughs> well, for this listen, discussion I'm going to tell you I don't know if Randy's going to tell you how old she is okay but I am I'm going to tell you that I'm, <laughs> okay. that I'm 78 I, you know because I know you're dating and God knows what women do with their age when they're dating I uh, always tell the truth I, okay, I'm 100% real and I always tell the truth Yep. okay so how old are 50. you? 50 okay so what's the number 50 mean? Uh, Fifty is a very is a very insightful number too. Fifty means jubilee. That is, it also describes me. <laughs> 50, 50 days after the resurrection came the Holy Spirit, so Pentecost. But it's a jubilee means it's freedom, it's release from all previous bondages. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Janice yeah. is coming into town. She's yeah, a there's no, I don't have a 78. I know on the number 78 m- means something, but I don't have it on my list. You mean you don't have it on your list, for God's sakes? No, well, we see, I don't, I just have the, the most obvious ones on my paper here, which I got from my friend Stephen and a few others who I'm uh, do the timetables. I'm going to give you the opportunity to it, okay? A what? I'm going to give you the opportunity to research 78. Tell me a later time. I'll pass it on. Okay, to I'll put it on what is 78. See, I'm six. Feels, like, feels like a I doorway a opening is what it feels it like. Does. What does they do? Do any of them? I, I just 
do any of them mean anything bad? Or are they all very positive and uplifting? It, it, there, it depends. Like, 18 can mean bondage. Because, uh, well, there's people who were for 18 years in bondage. Now, that bondage can be a good thing in the sense that they're learning, they're tied to someone, and they're learning so it's like a bondage like Jesus for 18 years was learning from his father, the Holy Spirit, from age 12 to age 30. So for 18 years he was in bondage to his father through Mary, the Holy Spirit, and he learned truth, because the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. So for 18 years he was re- getting removed from him all the traditions he learned from day one to age 12, and that's why he would walk around and say, you have heard, but I say unto you. So he was correcting all the religious and the it's just even societal viewpoint of life. So 18 is bondage, and also 18 can be a bondage to an addiction, which would be bad. Okay, 18, well, can, also, 18? Also mean, 18 can also mean freedom from a bondage as well. You've been 18 years mm-hmm. with this, you're free. <laughs> well, I know so Saturn. You can you can apply it good or bad. Saturn well, had well, some some of them. Some uh, of them you can apply good or bad. Mm-hmm. So, well, our jubilee is not good for the cabal. Let's find out how old Mike. <laughs> Mike, Mike how old are you? Let's find out. <laughs> Mike, going to stay silent. <laughs> Come on, Mike. He's probably working, you know, our announcer doesn't just do our show. He also tap dances and does other shows and has all kinds of stuff going on. And then sometimes he'll pop in uh, because I wanted Mm -hmm. him to find out something good. This guy is terrific, okay? Uh, Well, I can tell you, Val, you can divide it like 70 and then 8. So 70 is universality, restoration of all things. Um. And eight is new birth, new beginnings, well, that was new good. creation. Yeah, hmm? especially because yeah. stretch the possibility for. Well, see, one of the things that I realized is that that we were programmed to die by a hundred. That's pretty much the program. And then there's exceptions to the people dying by a hundred. Okay, so I started to look at all of this, and when I looked at the Bible, I was seeing anywhere between six. You know, 800 years, in some cases, mm-hmm. I think that some people rule for 1,800 years, things of that nature. And mm-hmm. I, what I did find out that was interesting, and I'm not sure if you're aware of it or not, but biblical in biblical times, the year was 10 months, 10 of our months, not 12. So oh, okay. They didn't, live <laughs> they didn't live to be 800 years. They listen. They they live to be probably a person quotes live to be eight hundred years. Uh, what would that work out to if it was ten months? It'd be um, it would be one sixth of the age taken off. Okay, mm-hmm. and one sixth of eight hundred taken off isn't bad. Randy, can you do the math on that? I'm not too smart this morning. Okay, hold on. Okay, we're gonna, so we're going to tell you that instead of living to be 800 years old, you're probably going to live to be 600 and something. This is if you don't have any stops put in. This is if your food isn't being poisoned and your spirit isn't being drained and your ideas aren't being misdirected and uh, you, you, you can't, you're in an area where the chemtrails can't get you and things of that nature. And then... Also, um, we've mentioned it from time to time on the radio show, but David, I'm not sure if you've heard about the med beds or not. Have you heard of those? The med beds? No. Med beds, M-E-D, they're medical beds. I think the guy's name is Jared Rand, but I wouldn't swear to it. And mm-hmm. these med beds are actually beds that we're going to be able to climb into, and I've heard anywhere from a few hours to three days for the length of the time that you're in them and that all all illness can be cured in these med beds. Have you heard anything about this? No. That's, that's quite interesting. Yeah, it is, and you'll find them uh, on the Internet. They, they, already, they already occur. They already are happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Just all kinds of things uh, are, are being revealed. I, a lot of people in this country think that Franklin Delano Roosevelt was a great president. Turns out not so much. 
turns out that he's pretty much one of the ones that designed all of the um, thieving and, and looting of America that's been going on. The Federal Reserve yeah. and all that thing. The, the, I, didn't, I didn't hear very many good things from my grandparents about FDR. <laughs> they were not too thrilled with him. What did you What did you hear from your grandparents? Uh, that he gave America away. He lost America. You know, he he agreed to. Well, anyway, it's it, it's just what you just said. Yeah, the what thing he, is, there's he, nothing new about what's going on. What's new is the fact that it's being revealed. What's new? I mean, right. Tell you, I believe I could nothing. have a scarier pipe bomb myself. Uh, they're doing everything they can to um, confuse you and throw chaos mm-hmm. over the trails and uh, this whole thing about encouraging people to attack Republicans, throw them out of their restaurants and make sure that they'll, mm-hmm. you know, don't have peace at a gas station and things of that nature. Really, Maxine Waters really needs censured, as far as I'm concerned, and perhaps even jail for uh, what she's doing to help stir up a up the chaos. See, that's you know, I've actually, the darkness at work. I believe it. I believe it. I've actually lost a couple friends over this. I've just stayed silent, but they know I'm a very big Trump supporter, and they just literally, one has attacked me almost daily in messages, sending me all these one-sided mainstream news stories, and now, you know, all I do is ever send nice stuff back and, you know, make the case, and now silence and the other one totally removed himself as a friend he's been a friend for almost 10 years and removed himself as a friend of mine and sent me a message the other day which i totally ignored because it said i can't believe you're not awake and called me sister in the email because he was like a brother to me it's like eh, eh, okay <laughs> cool i mean i'm not losing sleep over it I, yesterday. a little bit uh, because uh, I have a friend of, of over 30 years that was doing pretty much what you were describing. and ins- Actually, I-, I would have to say rather than attacking me, she was like insulting me, you know? Mm-hmm. Like she couldn't understand how a person of my intelligence was making such stupid mistakes, stuff like that. Well, actually, yesterday I was asked a question. This came into my mind. And the question was, can your mind get past the knowing of the future by how it was in the past and projecting that into the future. Yeah, that's exactly can your mind Can your mind get some, something new in it that has never been, which will project to the future rather than what has been in the past projecting to the future? Well, and that's... Landmark hmm? education, okay? And that's exactly what we're doing. We're taking the past and we're throwing it into the future by all of this chaos, and this chaos was designed to get you to do that. You're not making, a lot of people out there are not making decisions based on intelligent choices. They're making decisions mm-hmm. on, remote, uh, on reactions. And I don't right. think yeah. you know these figures, David, because I don't think I've ever told you, but 85% of American women have been sexually harassed in some form, mm-hmm. maybe even 90%. So that's a very visceral thing. So when you have people like George Soros and uh, other people that are part of the cabal, Tony Podesta, all the you know Hillary Clinton, a whole bunch of them, they're not they're not giving you facts to get you going. If you look at the facts, we're in a renaissance of light that's brilliant. If you listen to these people, uh, we're we're struggling on the dark side. We're not. We're shedding the dark side. We're like the Killer who's turning into the butterfly and the scum that's been our shell is falling away in the light. Would you agree or disagree? Well, yes. Let me speak about the holograph, and that may explain some things. Perfect. Uh, and I'll try to summarize it really quick. The background: a holograph. You you can of course go on the web and look at the science behind it. But basically, it couldn't come into existence until the laser was developed. And it's the fracturing of the light. Uh, an image is stands in that light, and then the light re, 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 um, makes it in light. What I'm saying. Interesting, because we watch, have to watch, uh, we'll, uh, we have to watch the Price is Right 
on Halloween, what's his name, the MC, was actually a holograph Drew on Carey. the set. Drew Carey was, he was somewhere else, but they put him in the lights, and then he was on stage talking to the people, but he was not physically there. I wish I'd seen like that. Sounds very clever. Yeah, yeah. and that, that can be done now. Well, what happened is why things will change so fast and so radically, and we shouldn't be too disheartened by our friends who can't see it because they can't. But I'm going to go real quick and fast. What Adam lost at the fall was the holograph of himself from heaven. And he became simply flesh and blood man. Uh. The word ish, if you look at Genesis 2, the word ish is in there. Ish is the word for man who is extant. Extant means always being. It's extant. It's never not being. So it says ish Adam. Adam had his holograph of him from heaven inside his flesh and blood body. That's what's been missing from us for 6,000 years. Is our holograph. Is our holograph of ourselves. When people die, who they are in heaven is who they are. They are now the holograph. They've shed this earth body, so they're now only being who they really are. And the Father of lights, our Heavenly Father, has made us, formed us in a figure of how He is, and He is pure light. So in heaven we see ourselves as we are really in truth. But what's happened now, and just now, and I believe it happened on October 1st as well, is that the holograph, the holograph has come back. The true self of us is reinserted into our flesh and blood body. And that true self of us, which is light, and every of the 153, that means the sons and daughters of God, and I'm not going to say, oh, this one is, that one isn't, but I guarantee you some of your friends that you're talking about, they are, and they don't even know what they are. They've lost track of who they are because, you know, they've got this darkness system working on their body, their five senses. So they know life by their five senses. And, of course, they're being taught a lot of things that aren't true, but their five senses say it's true. But the holograph has come back, and they will start to see truth. And they will start to have a change of mind because the real self of them is back. When Jesus rose out of the waters of baptism in the Jordan, the dove came down. That's the Holy Spirit, sign of the Holy Spirit. That was not the Holy Spirit coming upon him. That was the, he, the Holy Spirit was finished. He had taught Jesus all the truth Jesus needed. That relates to when Noah, the flood ended. Noah let the doves out. It was the end of the flood. That was the end of Jesus' instruction for 18 years, which I mentioned before, or maybe before the program. 18 years from 12 to 30, because he was about 30 at that time. 18 years he was instructed by the Holy Spirit. The instruction was done. Now was time to move into the next phase. The next phase was... This is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. That wasn't the Holy Spirit speaking. That was God the Father speaking because Jesus' own holograph entered him. And that's the sons and daughters of God, which is the meaning of 153. His own holograph entered into his body. Then he was tempted by Satan, if thou be the Son of God. He was never tempted before age 30. So the holograph was in Jesus, and by that light being in flesh and blood, he was able to do all these creative works. That's the holograph that left on the cross when he says, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? It was that the holograph could no longer be because his body then had to bear the sins. And I'm talking theologically, so you just have to kind of flow with me. But most of (laughs) us have 
been in church okay, I or will. something. Yeah, just flow. Most of us have been in some sort of a religious education. We kind of grasp this. Okay, his body took our sins, right? But that means the holograph had to leave. So when, after the resurrection, upon the resurrection, that's when his holograph came back to him and to his flesh and bones only. So he was alive on earth, but he couldn't be touched for eight days when Doubting Thomas touched him finally because it took eight days, which is the eight day unto circumcision, where finally him as flesh and bones could be touched. But he huh. was light flesh and bones. So if they tried to touch him before the eight days was up, it would have been like putting your hand on well, the hologram? He, he would, no, he would, he would have his, had his flesh and bones, but he couldn't be touched. It has to do with seven days, and then the eighth day, you, you are who you are. Um, male children in, in the Hebrew, in Jewish tradition, is, is not who they are until they are circumcised on the eighth day. Then they really are a man-child. You, so he was saying, I am, but you wait, on the eighth day, I am really who I am. And, and at that point, the child is, the man-child is named. So he's given a name, in the moment of circumcision. And so that name is, is in the innocence of the blood. So the, the name has life of the circumcised blood. But with Jesus, it was Doubting Thomas who said, my Lord and my God. So Thomas named Jesus Lord and God on the eighth day. Okay, you can touch me now. Uh-huh. Or he touched him and said, my Lord and my God. So Thomas gave the name to Jesus Lord and God on the eighth day. So what has happened is when now, when he appeared to me in September of 1999, he was tangible to me. I you touched seem him. To be I held feeling him. a lot of right now. Yes, and he said to me the last thing before I left. He's always with me, but the last thing I, I uh, he said to me in the tangible state was. You, I said, I want to go with you. And he said, you're not, you cannot come with me, but I will come to you. I understand that now. Because that's what you saw in me, Val. He gave me his holograph to be in my body. Mm. To when live I with me. But was... th- this is where it starts with one, like one candle. And then it multiplies to others. So it's not like, oh, I'm just the special one. No, perhaps I'm the first one that had his holograph in me. But that means every son and daughter of God, of which you are, Val, and of which you are, uh, uh, Randy, and all the all all the uh, all of us who have the same like mind. I'm not going to say, oh, that's the son and daughter of God. That's one not. I don't have that. But he only knows. Every single one of you have your own holograph of you in he- from heaven now in earth. So I got you a don't question. have to die and get there. It's in earth, and that includes those people whom we think, oh, they'll never get it. They don't understand. They are sons and daughters of God, and he's getting them back by giving them their own light in their own body now. Why did and Lucifer- they will see it. Why did Lucifer huh? get booted out of heaven why didn't what why did lucifer what happened wasn't lucifer an angel at one time yes and he yes he was but you see heaven is there's a heaven of god and then there's a heaven of spirit beings so he he was uh, still able to be in the part of the heaven of spirit beings there's two heavens okay Uh, well there's a heaven we see the stars there's a heaven of spirit beings, and there's a heaven, uh, God's heaven, where he's not at all. But now, just recently, he's been booted back to earth, which is in Revelation chapter 12. He's cast out of that mid-range. That's why they don't have any more spiritual power to do what they're doing. They have to do it by force now, the cabal. Because Satan is now, now on earth, and that's why it's so important that the holograph of who we are as like as children of God, be now in our bodies. And so we are living flesh and blood. Life is the flesh is the life of the uh, blood is the life of the flesh, but also we have the eternal light in us, our eternal bodies in us, 
which keeps our bodies alive so we can survive and endure and no attacks can kill us. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm probably about done as far as I can get, but that's just happened. And this is why the great turnaround and this is why the great pushback is because there's no place for the darkness on earth anymore. I know, I love it. I'm really excited about it. When when David uh, was talking about the holograph returning on October 1st, I found that a very intriguing conversation, Randy, because that's the day that the quantum financial computers were shut, turned on for the first time. And so the quantum computers are alive and well and rumbling uh, wherever these little darlings are located, and there's a global currency reset he- headed our way. I'm told that Zimbabwe, uh, I think they were supposed to announce their gold-backed um, bonds on Halloween. So all kinds of things are happening, and what's being made careful and sure is the fact that we actually have um, things here on Earth. How many times the um, the, the global currency refunds have, have been stolen? Multi, I mean, m- more times than you can count on a thousand fingers, and they won't be stolen again. And that's part of what no. the quantum computer is all about. Yep. So, this program it has been be. brought to you by Kirkguard Intergalactic Media, our radio partners, ConingCompany.com, Happily200.com, HeavenIncorporated.com, Anavon Rides, Dr. James Murphy. John Denver, Dr. Joel Wallach, Sheriff Richard Mack, Tippy Hedren, Cash, Carol Channing, Deepak Chopra, Wolfgang Holbig, William P. Dunn, Ed Asner, Dennis Weaver, Larry Hagman, and Esther Williams, Admiral Eugene Carroll, Jane Goodall, and Jonathan Granoff, Dennis Kucinich, Chris Burgard, Paul the Plumber, Terry Cole Whitaker, Sherry St. Vincent, Lonnie Hogan Miller, Sherry Sharifi Brown, Roger Stone, David R., descendant of King David, RandyShannon.com, and that's Randy with an I. Uh, Shalene Nightingale and DrValerie.com, and doctors all spelled out. That's your daughter, Paul C. Bragg, Bragg, for leaving us your daughter, Patricia, to continue your work. A big thanks to our team at Voice America, Jess Bernard, our producer, Ryan Treasure, Randy Jackman, and our friends at Cumulus Radio, Mike Vitale, Mary Flynn, and Ron Simon, and our research, Ron Hayes. To John Young and Totally Gospel, a big thanks for all the airtime and friendship you have given us over the years. And a big thanks to our webmaster, Joseph Chung. Merci beaucoup to Bent Megan for our theme music, Almost Ordinary People, which is available to use a free MP3. Be kind to yourself and someone else, and uh, have an amazing week. And make sure you get your buns down there and vote. Randy, you get the last word. Be obsessed about our life, your life. And thank you so much to... David, for being on. Mike, we love you. Wish you would have popped in there. <laughs> and Val, thank you. And thank you. I, I reiterate all the thank yous you just did, Val. So wonderful. Okay, that's thank totally you. cool, David. We absolutely appreciate <laughs> you and can, we'll continue to appreciate you in the future. Thanks for being Thanks. here and try the show around, folks. Thanks to our you. listeners. Thank you for joining us today for Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. Waking Up in America can be heard live every Wednesday on voiceamerica.com and Valerie welcomes all emails at heavenincorporated.com. This is for all you knew, pouring through, now your heart is open.